For this series of podcasts, we created a bank of 250 flying-related questions, some serious, some not so much. We then put them into a random question generator and asked pilots to give us their answers. The results are often thought-provoking, hilarious or even reassuring. This week's guest is... My name's Andrew Craig. I'm 58 years old. I moved last year from Wimbledon in London to Pusey in Wiltshire, um, largely for paragliding purposes. I've been flying since 2000 I started, 2001 I got my uh, CP, I've got about five or six hundred hours and I still love it, I love it more every year. We sent you ten random questions. Question number one was, what's your favourite flying fantasy? I think my favourite flying fantasy is doing my first hundred kilometre flight, but in particular doing it from uh, from the Nevis Range in, near Ben Nevis in Scotland to my um, the village where my ancestors lived in Perthshire. It's called Calais, and uh, that would just make it perfect. What's your most interesting retrieve from across country? I think that was the year before last. I'd only flown about 20 kilometres from Malvern, but I was somewhere where there were no buses and not many main roads. And... Um, I was hitching, not very optimistically, when a man stopped in a homemade three-wheeler, which included bits of his old washing machine, I think. He was quite an old gentleman himself. And I sat beside him in the very small seating area with my glider um, clasped in my arms on the bonnet of the car, and he stalled it several times, but um, we made it back to Malvern. And um, he let me take a picture of him when he dropped me off, and uh, I, I enjoyed that almost as much as the flight. Which is better, mountains or flatlands? I love mountains. I, I used to climb mountains before I started paragliding, but I'm going to say flatlands because of the way that when you fly cross-country in the flatlands, you reverse the normal order of nature. Because for all my life, until I was 40-something, I was on the ground and the clouds were up there. And when you fly in the flatlands, just for a little while, you can reverse it. So you're up with the clouds and the ground's down below you. If you're flying in the Alps, you might have a good and long cross-country flight, but you can still see peaks often that are above you, whereas in flatlands, everything's down below and you're up there in the sky, and I love that. What's the most radical manoeuvre you've done? I, I don't like acro. I think if I'm, if I'm flying a paraglider, I'm already having fun. The most radical manoeuvre I've done was probably an unintentional one at Beer in India when I was hit by some completely unexpected turbulence and my glider, three quarters of it collapsed. It whipped itself into a spiral with lots of riser twists. And I threw my reserve and came down into the forest and was uh, rescued by a goat herd who climbed up to me in his flip-flops and guided me backwards down the tree. And then six local teenagers shinned up the tree and got down my glider and harness with no damage to either. So it had a happy yeah. ending, but it was terrifying when it happened. How did you celebrate your greatest success in flying so far? Well, that was last year when I flew uh, 92 kilometres from uh, Golden Ball in Wiltshire to near Buckingham. And it included flying over the city of Oxford, where I used to live for many years and where I went to university. And as I flew over Oxford, I very cautiously got out my phone and rang my friend Tom, who lives in Oxford, to see if he was in and if I could land on the Port Meadow and, and uh, have a cup of tea. He didn't answer, and I'm very glad he didn't answer, because I went on to fly another 40 kilometres or so. And when I landed, I rang him and found out he was having a barbecue that evening. So I celebrated by uh, going to his house in Oxford for a barbecue. And it made um, 
a very nice end to the day. And in fact, another pilot joined us who neither I nor Tom knew, but we got in touch by um, the Telegram app and uh, he ended up coming to Tom's for the barbecue as well. What did you want to be when you were growing up? I wanted to be Biggles. I wanted to be a fighter pilot. And I suppose when I got some of the way towards growing up and I realised they didn't give you a Spitfire or a Sopwith Camel anymore, I became less keen on it. And I wouldn't have had the eyesight and I'm sure I wouldn't have had the, the reflexes and reactions and skill either. So once I'd abandoned that dream, I didn't really know. I uh, ended up drifting into journalism, but I would have found that question difficult to answer for most of the time when I was growing up. Would you fly naked if it was for charity? I would, and I would fly naked if it was for money for me as well. I used to model naked for art classes when I was much younger, and um, I have uh, no reluctance at all to take my kit off. What's the most ridiculous thing a non-flyer has ever said to you about paragliding? I'm not sure if it counts as the most ridiculous thing, but one thing that really struck me was when I landed in Swanage after a cross-country from Bell Hill. I landed by a children's playground where lots of teenagers were hanging around doing not much, and they came and talked to me while I was packing up. And one of them said in amazement, you must have jumped out of an aeroplane. And I thought that was funny. He didn't say, did you jump out of an aeroplane? He just said, you must have jumped out of an aeroplane. And I felt really I ought not to contradict him because he was so sure that I had done. Which of these most resembles your personality? Anasi, Piedrahita or Governador Valadares? Well, I've flown it all three and enjoyed them very much. I think I'm going to say Piedrahita because the dry climate, the nature of the hills, appeals to me more. But I love Anasi as well. And I love the fact that if you're flying there in the spring, you see snow-covered mountains. Governador Valadares, I had a nice time there, but I wouldn't go there for any reason other than paragliding, whereas I think both um, the area around Lake Annecy and Piedrahita are nice places. But, um, yeah, I'm saying Piedrahita. What's the duration of your longest flight? That is almost exactly four hours. Uh, I once flew five hours in a day, but I top-landed in the middle of it for my, to eat my sandwiches. And funnily enough, today I was doing a presentation about paragliding to a bunch of, uh, to a, a load of primary school children. And the question that they all wanted to ask, although some were a bit shy about asking it, was how do you go to the toilet in flight? And um, I have to say, I haven't yet found out. I can hold on for four hours fine. Um, I'm hoping that in the next few years I will fly even longer and further and discover that I need to find a solution to that question. Thank you very much, Andrew. Okay. For more paragliding and hang gliding related podcasts, please visit the podcast page of www.theparaglider.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our many previous podcasts, webcasts or articles, please consider making a donation to The Paraglider. You can find the donate button on any of the podcast pages of the site or on the homepage at www.theparaglider.com. Many thanks.